I'll put yeah, our maybe. contact information just in case somehow this goes viral. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Dave. Thanks for joining Bob and I for our podcast, Thriving in Dystopia. And even though we always try and be professionals, sometimes we swear. So just know that going in. Da 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 it's Bob and Dave on the red carpet today. Ooh, look at your wardrobe, Dave. You're looking good today. Thanks. I'm wearing um, wool. As as any good red carpet event, you gotta get yourself some wool. You know? Yes. Just all head to tail, just clothed in wool. Tip to tail, Bob. Tip to tail. Yes. Well, here's the deal. Our thriving in dystopia fans, we're gonna try and pump out a quick show. We, um, yeah, we have a lot going on this week, and one of the things Bob and I are really excited about is we're gonna go attend a training um, by Miriam Miriam Kaba, who really heavily influenced, uh, I believe it was episode five or six about abolishing the police, and we're gonna go. S- to an online lecture on Tuesday. So we want to get the word out there to people if they want to uh, attend with us. It's free to sign up and it'll be live streaming on Facebook or probably even YouTube if everything else is full. Um, Maybe, Bob, you can give a little more details. Yeah. You know, we're going to get this episode online today, just like the old style. Um, and I'll put a link to the registration in the show notes. It's uh, called White People and Abolition or something similar to that. Talking about, like, uh, I think basically how can white people support um, police and prison abolition with longtime organizer Miriam Kaba. So, yeah, I'll, I'll do some research and get that in the show notes. Yeah, and it's organized by Surge as well. Yeah. Um, st- standing up for racial justice or That's something right. like that. Yep. And yeah, our next episode, well, I guess not our next episode, but two episodes from now, we're going to be having our reactions from it and sort of decom- decompressing it, decleating it a little bit, if you will. <laughs> yeah, it might be a decleater. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> and... Yeah, we we might get some other attendees. Who knows if other people will be able to attend. But um, yeah, if you attend and you want to guest on the show, give me a text. That's right. Or, or a TikTok, as it were. We'll send you a sticker. <laughs> nice. Um, but really, we're on the red carpet here, Bob. We don't need to be um, giving out too much information because really we wanted to do a a little bitty episode about the academy awards the oscars why are they called the oscars trivia oscar um is that statue designed um like after a model named oscar wow okay well hopefully we'll get get you some information on that i have no idea or why they're called the emmys or the Tonys? Oh, I think, I 
think I know the Tony. No, I don't. Anyway, that's all nonsense. We want to sort of, the Oscars are tonight. They start in a couple hours and we wanted to just go over the categories real quick and make some bold predictions, some gut checks as it were. That's right. And I kind of want to start with last year's, Bob, if that's all right with you. Please. It's a good place to start. I guess if I think last year was sort of known as the year of Parasite, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Parasite took best picture. And I think good old Bong Joon-ho took best director. Yeah, he did. Yep. I'm seeing that right here. They also got screenplay and foreign film and probably a few others, but um, looks like 1917 took a few good ones. And yeah, the only other thing that I'm noticing is that, yeah, the other two films that I would want to talk about is that um, Joaquin Phoenix got best actor and Renee Zellweger got best actor. Brad Pitt got supporting actor and Laura Dern got supporting actress which is for white people. That's right. Um, That's a good observation, Dave. And this is like two or three years after the Oscars So White campaign. So really important to, to see how um, the structures of white supremacy have continued to reproduce themselves in the Oscars. Yeah. Yep. I feel like... There's just more that we could do. I do see that. I do love. We end up watching a lot of animated shorts at um, when you're a teacher in the the modern era. Now we have these smart TVs in every classroom, and it's so easy to put on a j- digital short, you know. And they're the one that won best digital short is called Hair Love, which is just like an awesome one, worth watching. You can watch oh, yeah. it on yeah. YouTube. I don't know if you've seen it, but yeah, I think the- I have. Yeah, there's a lot in that in that um, digital short, and I think they made a book out of it too. It's um, also just to note that it seems like years ago that I saw the Joker that Joaquin Phoenix won. It's like my God, it's been so long. You know, this is pre-pandemic, so that also stands out to me. Yeah, but he is currently the most recent best actor Oscar winner. And yep. <laughs> it seems like so long ago. Yeah, that is definitely the the way of the pandemic, the the years of the pandemic as we enter year two. Feels like we've been in in it for so long. Um okay Bob, let's get let's get to it. Yep. We got where do you want to start? You wanna read off the the nominees for let's end with best picture. So let's start with uh actor in a leading role okay i think i have that one up just coincidentally um perfect we've got man oh yeah this is like there's so many movies i haven't seen so i know yeah we got anthony hopkins in the father riz ahmed in the sound of metal steve yoon in minari chadwick boseman in ma rainey's black bottom and gary oldman in mink who I've seen yeah, part I've seen. part of Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. That's I've only seen part of that movie. Um, and Chad McBoseman was good. Um, yeah, he was definitely good, but it's just a shot in the dark on this one, Dave. 
right? I have not seen any of these movies. I did see one of the trailers. Um, I saw the trailer to Minari and Steven Yoon is, um, he's, his fame came from the walking dead as, uh, he played Glenn on the walking dead and yeah, so it is a shot in the dark for me too, but I'm going to go with Steven Yoon, Bob. Good Dave. Minari. Well, I'll go with Chadwick Boseman for the, the sentimental pick. Um, nice. so. yeah. The post post humorously. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Right. I did see the trailer to that movie as well and liked it, but didn't love it. Yeah. It was a pretty good movie. What I saw of it next you wanna... best actress. Yeah. I'll read them off. Go for it. Uh, Viola Davis in Ma Rainey's Andra Day in the United States versus Bill Billy Holiday, Vanessa Kirby Pieces of a Woman, Old Franny Mac in Nomadland, and Carrie Mulligan Promising Young Woman. Interesting. I did see Carrie Mulligan on SNL. Did you watch that one? She's married to one of the Mumford and Sons guys. Yeah, I did. Yep, and I've also seen Promise. It's funny. I've seen four of these movies now, Dave, or I guess three and a half. What? Yeah, wow. All right. You're our Mad go-to Land. guy. Yeah, this is my category, Dave. I've seen everything <laughs> but Pieces of a Woman. And yeah. What is United States versus Billie Holiday about? Um, It's about the U.S. government going after Billie Holiday for 20 years based on her song, uh... What is it called? I'm forgetting it now. Um, the lynching song? Yeah. Like hanging fruit? Something about fruit hanging? Is it sweet Strange fruit? fruit? What's that? Strange. Strange, Strange fruit. fruit. There it is. Yep. Exactly. Wow. Got there. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Was it good? Yeah, it was good. I liked it. And, what, and I learned a lot about Andre Billie Holiday. Was Andre Day Billie Holiday? Yeah. Yep. Um. All right. What do you got here, Bob? Um, they all good. I think Franny Mac is a little bit too Franny Mac in that role. In that movie. Yeah. It's just like her playing herself. Yeah. It was good, but I don't think she should win it. Viola Davis was good. Carrie Mulligan was quite good. Um, and Andre Day, I think she was really good. Um, but I just don't know Billie Holiday well enough to know if she nailed it. Yeah. That's I guess true. I'm going... Either Andra Day or Carrie Mulligan. Those are my top two. And uh, I don't know. I think probably Carrie Mulligan would win, but I'd be happy to see either of them win. Huh. I'm going to do a quick fact check here and see if Frances McDormand's ever won an Oscar. Um, it says she's the recipient of numerous accolades, including two Academy Awards. So... Um, and she has a Tony and two Emmys. Damn. Yeah, she's done. No way. Oh, she must have won it for three billboards or something. Oh, I think she did. Yep. Yeah, there's no way. No, cross her off your list, people. Um, Vanessa Kirby, nobody's heard of her or the movie, so cross her off. I'm going to go Viola Davis. She's been a powerhouse for a long time. I think... Um, was she in? She was in Fences, is the most recent movie that I saw with her, I believe. Um, and I feel like just watching the trailer to that movie made me say, "Yep, she nailed it. Whatever she was, she nailed it." 
Sweet. Um, all right. I got to pick the next one. You can read it off. Let's go. Let's do a quick, um, quick over the moon and do an animated feature film. Let's go to the old Pixar Disney realm, Bob. Best animated feature. All right. We've got Wolf Walkers. We've got Onward. Soul. A Sean the Sheep movie. And over Farmageddon. the moon. Farmageddon. All right. This is my category. I'll tell you about yep. these movies. Okay, Bob? You, hit, so, on me. Wolf Walkers, I have not seen, but it's made by the same people. They're uh, they're like an Irish um, like film company that did The Song of the Sea, which is like an incredibly amazing, just like, oh, Song of the Sea is like one of the best animated movies I've ever seen. And um, it's heartbreaking and it's all about the Selkies. And they also did another one. Uh, I'll try and bring that up. But I haven't seen Wolf Walkers, but I... I think that these movies, like the movies that Tom Moore and Ross Stewart are making are just like the best animated movies since um, Miyazaki. So wow. I'm going to, I'm going to highly recommend that. I saw soul. It was like such a classic, whatever movie it's basically like, uh, it's basically like, what's that movie called? Coco meets, uh, I don't know. C- Coco meets something else. It's just like, yeah, it's kind of nothing. Uh, Shaun of the Sheep, if that movie wins, I think that that I mean, we got to be done with the Oscars, right? And Onward is like the two Smurf dudes that are trying to find their dad or something. Um, that's like the Disney, the Disney one. So I'm going to go with Wolf Walkers on this one. Good, Dave. I love you for that. Um, that that you, you piqued my inter- interest in Wolf Walkers. Um. Well, Dave, I'm going to take us to Best Supporting Actor. Read that one off for me, would you? Yeah, I'm going to read. I'm going to read you up. I'm going to read you down. Did you want to make a prediction on this animated stuff? Oh yeah. Um, I guess I'm going to go Wolf Walkers with you. I'm just going to walk with you, Dave. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know the the power of the wolf is in the pack. That's right. The power of power of the pack is in the wolf I, I would like to join the wolf walker pack <laughs> come on in all right we got actor in a supporting role is that what you wanted yeah we got um we got borat um sorry sasha bear conan in the trial of the chicago seven we got and who does he play in that is he uh, abby, abby hoffman abby hoffman right um daniel kaluuya in judas and the black messiah we got, um, oh, what's his name uh, in the movie? Aaron Burr, Leslie Odom Jr. in One Night in Miami. We got Paul Racy, Sound of Metal. God, I got to watch the trailer to Sound of Metal. I haven't even seen it. Yeah. And we got Lakeith Stanfield, Judas and the Black Messiah. Who's Lakeith? Lakeith. He, oh, Lakeith. He's the main character in that movie yeah. that I talked about on this show. The, sorry to bother you. Yeah, right. Oh, cool. Oh, sweet. Daniel and Lakeith. Damn, I hope one of them wins. Yeah, this is my category. Again, I've seen every movie except for Sound of Metal. Um, nice. And I, it, yeah, the thing about this category is Lakeith Stanfield plays the main character in Judas and the Black Messiah, the guy who frames Fred Hampton. 
um, or not frames him, but uh, is like the FBI mole. So, and so the way, he should have been in the best actor category. Um, oh, and um, I seen one night in Miami, Leslie Odom plays Sam Cooke, the singer. He's okay. I wasn't blown away. Yeah. I actually like the guy who played Muhammad I'll- Ali quite a bit. Yeah. What's that? How was that movie? It seemed like such a weird movie. It's kind of weird. It's good. I think it's good just like seeing those personalities clash with one another. Um, huh. Yeah. Sasha Baron Cohen. Yeah. Oh. He, he did real, real good at um, Abby Hoffman. And Daniel Kaluuya is phenomenal as Fred Hampton. So I'm going to give it to Daniel Kaluuya. Kaluuya. Yeah. I, I think... God, if Borat wins, no way. Ali G, no way. Josh Hyatt would go crazy for that. I'm going to go with Lakeith. Um, I'm, <laughs> nice. I'm pulling for for one of them. Uh, you know, I I forgot. The, I just remembered the name of the other movie by Tom Moore. It's um, the Secret of Kells. So it's the Secret of Kells, Song of the Sea, and Wolf Walkers that I highly recommend to y'all's. All right, Bob. Read us off the actresses in supporting role. You got Amanda Seyfried and Mank, Olivia Coleman in The Father, Yan Yajun and Minari, Maria Bakalova in Borat's subsequent movie film, and Glenn Close in Hillbilly Elegy. Oh my God. Borat. So Borat's up for it again, huh? All right, let's cross her off the list, right? Um, she's got a shot, but, um, I've seen 10 minutes of that movie. That's the only movie I've seen anything in this category. Yeah. I've not seen any of that. Oh, I saw a little bit of Hillbilly Elegy and that was like a worthless waste of time. Don't even, don't even bother reading the book. Um, uh, the book's fine. Read the book. <laughs> Read the book. Don't watch the, the movie. Yeah. I'm a big Amy Adams guy, and I'm saying don't see the movie. I love Olivia Coleman. Yeah, she's good. Um, I'm not familiar with the father though. Amanda Seyfried, she's uh, Mamma Mia, right? Yeah. And Mank is a remake of the TV show Monk. Is that right? <laughs> it's uh, about the life story of like Henry Mankiewicz. Like I think he was a contemporary of Orson Welles. Dang, cross that one off the list. I guess uh, it's between Olivia Coleman and the father and Yan Yajun and Minari. Yeah. Yeah. Young Yun Jun. Wow, that's a hard name to say. Ya Jung Yun? Ya Jung Yun. But yeah. Well, we haven't seen Minari, and I feel like if Glenn from The Walking Dead wins Best Actor, she's not gonna win Ben Best Actress. So who are you going to go with on this one, Bob? I'm going to go with her because it'd be breakthrough category for an Asian American, Asian uh, Chinese. I don't know. I don't know her nationality, I think, but I think she's Korean. Korean. Yeah. Um, well, I think that I know that it's a, it's about a Korean family that's like farming in the Midwest, which is kind of wild. Yeah. She's South Korean actress. Yep. I'm going to go with Olivia Coleman. Um, I'm a big fan of this TV show that was made in the early 2000s called 
uh, Mitchell and Webb. And Olivia Coleman actually got her big break on that show. It's like a British comedy that TV show that is just hysterical. Um, and yeah, she's awesome on that show as well. She's a riot. Anyway, so big ups to Olivia. Um, any other ones you want to hit on before we go to the big cat? Let's see. The big cat. I like that. No, I think we're almost out of time. So, let's well, let's do directing. Cat. Let's What's go that? to directors. Okay. We got to go directors. Best directors. Yeah, we should. I'll read them off real yeah. quick. And we got Fincher, David Fincher for Mank, uh, Thomas Vintberg for Another Round. Never heard of that one. Uh, Lee Isaac Chung for Minari. Oh, Chloe Zhao for Nomadland. And Emerald Fennel for Promising Young Young Woman. Hmm. Any gut checks there, Bob? I know that Chloe Zhao, I think, is the the favorite. Um, so, yeah. and I liked it. I liked that movie, and I like how it was shot. So, yeah, I think I'll go with Chloe Zhao. I think we can go with her. Yeah, I'm going to line up with you again. Um, I like Chloe. And I do want to get a, give a quick shout out to my octopus teacher up for best documentary. I did enjoy that one. Oh, nice. I haven't seen it. I know that Crip Camp is up for best documentary. Also a very good one. So I'll take yeah. that one head to head with you. Okay. All right. Uh, I don't know. Where can I find best? Best one. Best picture. Huh, that's the only one that's not. Oh, there it is at the very bottom here for me. I guess uh, it's my turn to read. So here we go. Yeah. Sound of Metal, coming up again. Mank, Minari, Promising Young Woman, The Father, Judith, Judas and the Black Messiah, The Trial of the Chicago Seven, Nomad Land. I always like to think about how many I've seen before the day of the Oscars. So I've got yep. one, two, three, four. I've got four out of the nine. Dang. And there's only nine. Weird. I have oh. zero. Actually, it looks like there's eight. My bad. Yep. I have zero. <laughs> wow. Get to work, Dave. Dave. Um, wow. Hmm. What? So what do you got? I guess out of the ones I've seen, I'm just going to stick to that. Place yeah, myself in that. I, I Promising Young Woman, really interesting movie, shows some powerful misogyny, but the ending is too... I don't Hollywood. think the ending quite works for that movie. So mm. trial the Chicago seven good history, but nothing really special about it for me. Yeah. Judas and the black Messiah. It was quite good. Um, I like how they shot things, but it, it does put Judas in the, in the driver's seat, you know? And I, I don't know. Mm. I, I think it might give him too much sympathy. So even though it's a, the only black movie or predominantly black movie on this list, and I, so I, I would love to see it win, but I think Nomadland's the best one on there for me because it was just different. I love the way she shot that movie. There's so much like s- silence, and it's it's the most interesting shot movie for me, and I thought it was effective. So I'm going with Nomadland. Nice. Yeah. I think that's got a real good shot. And 
I'm kind of feeling like when I look at these, they look they look fine, but I think the one I think that they're gonna try and break a lot of the whiteness from last year's Oscars. Um, and go with I'm gonna go with Judas and the Black Messiah because I feel like that one um yeah, will break a lot of the parody that we've seen, even though I haven't seen any of these movies. So who knows? Um, we'll see what happens. Good stuff, Dave. Yeah. Bob, I'm glad we did this. Yep. We'll see how we do. Yeah. Well, we're calling it a short episode. I'm not even going to edit this. I'm, I'll throw an intro and an outro on. And I'll put yeah, our maybe. contact information just in case somehow this goes viral. <laughs> <laughs> you can email oh, us at DavePeachTree at gmail.com. Yeah. Um, Instagram thriving underscore in underscore dystopia, Twitter at bmaze19, website thrivingindystopia.com, TikTok, Dave Peachtree. Love it, Bob. Well, catch you on the flippity flop. Yep, we'll see how it goes, Dave. Love you, Dave. Uh, love you too, Bob. Thriving Crew, Bob and Dave want to take a second to thank you for lending them your ears. They also want to thank the artists for making everything a little more beautiful. The intro song is In Heaven by Drake Stafford. Our audio is edited by the consummate and dexterous Nadir Chayetch. Web design by Chris the Mixer Sawyer. And of course, visual art is by the prolific and enigmatic Joe Shine. And finally, our new outro song is Stay by Valerie June. See you next week. I can't put thought I lost it. Having you in my life was a show.